Good. Awesome. Hey, so it's a, a privilege to be here tonight. Uh, uh, as Marcus said, my, my name is Ben and the privilege of uh, leading the youth ministry uh, here at Bethlehem Baptist Church, which is, which is awesome. And then I find myself here talking uh, to you guys in this uh, Salter series. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to, to share um, on, a, on a psalm uh, this evening, and it's Psalm 100 verse 4. But I, I guess a quick story just to lean into this psalm this um, I was uh, one day. I was I was on a drive with a, a good friend of mine. His name's uh, Scott McCulloch. Anyone know him? He's a youth pastor. One hand, I see that hand. All right, he's a youth pastor at Lifestone Church. He's awesome. Uh, we we're driving around, and for the life of me, I can't remember what we were doing. Maybe just going for a drive, you know, just chilling. Um, and we we're driving around, and there was this key kind of swinging from his rear vision mirror, and I was like. Man, I bet you that key has some deep, profound meaning. And I asked him, I said, bro, tell me about this key. And he issued me a challenge. He said, you will never, ever uh, guess uh, what this key uh, represents. And it's a scripture. Right? I was racking my brain. I was kind of like, it must have something to do with a door or something, you know. And I was like, oh, I really want to get it. And I just thought to myself, I was like, man, I wonder if it's Psalm 100 verse 4. And so I went out on a limb and I said, bro, is it, is it Psalm 100 verse 4? Enter his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts with praise. And honestly, he almost crashed the car in shock. He was like, out of all of Scripture, you picked that and that's what it represented. And I was just like, what's up? You know, um, he was shocked, man. He couldn't believe it. And so... That's uh, really what, what I want to talk about tonight, okay? Um, and I'm going to title uh, this message right, The Key to His Presence. Come on. So, get, yeah, get excited about it. Um, okay, so um, maybe I'll just, I'll read this psalm and uh, we'll do a, um, a quick pray. Now, I'm going to read it like a, a praise psalm, okay? Because uh, this, this psalm here is um, a psalm for giving grateful praise. Are you ready for it? Okay, here we go. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is He who made us and we are His. Amen, isn't that cool? Yeah, we are His people the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name for the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. Heavenly Father, we do uh, just that. We thank you for, um, man, this glorious psalm, this refreshing uh, psalm of praise. Um, God, we enter into your presence tonight with thanks. We thank you for uh, this opportunity to gather together in this place and, and sing freely um, to you. Uh, God, we just praise you uh, for who you are, that you are our creator, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made in your image. And God, we pray tonight that through and by the power of your Holy Spirit, you'd help me unpack this um, um, and what it has um, for us. Um, yeah, and God, we just thank you for um, your great love in Jesus' name. Everyone said? Amen. Amen. Okay, here we go. So a little bit of background, and I do mean 
a little bit, okay? So um, now this psalm, I'm pretty sure, I tried for the life of me to figure out who wrote it, okay? And let's just go, it was David, okay? He wrote most of them anyway, okay? So I'm pretty sure this is a psalm of David. And if you're feeling pretty fresh to the psalms, um, to the book of Psalms, you can think of it if you like, um, for simple people like me, as a bit of a prayer book of God's people. It's full of beautiful prayers, okay? Um, Monica mentioned it before, prayers of lament, okay? Or in other words, prayers of pain, confusion, and anger that draw attention to what's wrong in the world and God's people okay, earnestly seeking and asking Him to do something about it. Okay, and on the contrast, we just read one of them, okay, a, a prayer of praise, okay, prayers of joy and celebration that draw attention to what's good in the world and retell the big story and thank God and describe Him in all His um, greatness and all of His goodness. And so we can see that here, shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth, worship the Lord with gladness, come before Him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God, it is He who made us and we are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture. Enter His gates with thanksgiving and His courts with praise. Give thanks to Him and praise His name. For the Lord is good and His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. There it is. Psalm 100 verse 4, and quite, you know, a nice little pocket-sized psalm, if I don't mind saying, right? That's the whole thing. That's Psalm 100, all right? Um, whoever commits that to memory by next week, uh, Rob's going to give a chocolate bar to, so there we go. Um, now, tonight, what I want to do is I want to focus, okay, on this little portion here, okay, uh, that verse 4 and verse, oh, sorry, just verse 4. Uh, Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. Now, this is a, a really interesting um, little little portion here. And I believe that this is the key. Okay, you remember I was talking about the key. This little portion here is the key to seeking His presence. Okay, and I want to submit to you that it's a key, okay, to a pathway. Whoa, all right, that's where we're going with this. Okay, it's getting deep. It's a key. The key is Psalm 100 verse 4, to a pathway. And we can read about it just there in um, verse 4. Now, uh, just a super quick uh, disclaimer, and we've got to give credit to where credit is due. Um, tonight's uh, teaching is really brought to you by a whole bunch of learning I did at Pathways Bible College. And in particular, this little section was online by an incredible worship leader um, called Josh uh, Klinkenberg. So I just want to thank him publicly for his teaching. And I just pray as it's blessed me that, man, it blesses you um, tonight also. So, what on earth are the gates and why are we entering them with thanksgiving and praise, right? That's the big question on everyone's lips. Let me explain it to you. So the symbolism here, okay, refers to the gates, okay, to Jerusalem, okay, or the gates to um, the temple um, in old Jerusalem, okay, and the courts refer to the temple courts, Okay, the temple in which God's holy, His Spirit, His presence dwelt, okay, with the people of Israel inside the temple and the holy of holies in the Old Testament. Okay, so we're talking ancient Israel. Okay, that's when this um, was written. This whole psalm, okay, is a celebration, right? This is, this is good stuff, all right? This is praise, okay, from the people of Israel. 
okay? They're celebrating that Israel is God's chosen people and that He is their God and that they are His people, all right? They want to celebrate this. This is awesome, okay? All right, so they're saying, it is He who made us. We are His. We are His people, the sheep of His pasture, okay? So, I, I think this little portion, this verse four, okay, it's an illustration. It illustrates a little journey, okay, that the um, priests in the Old Testament would take, right? Through the city gates, through the temple courts, and then into the temple, okay, and into that special place, okay, the holies of holies where um, worship would take place and they would sacrifice um, to God. Pretty cool, eh? So obviously for us, Jerusalem is a very long way away, right? Yeah, and God's presence isn't um, chilling out in a temple any longer, but God sent His Son into the world, okay? And this is the good news, that Jesus came to die and rise again so that anyone, okay, not just God's chosen people, Israel, but anyone who believes in Him will not perish, okay, but have eternal life and a life empowered by His presence, His Holy Spirit. Boom, All right? That's the good news, okay? And that's a game changer. I'm just checking you're awake. Um, so Paul says it this way in 1 Corinthians um, 6, verse 19. He says, Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? And he was reminding us, okay, of Jesus, right? Promising us the Holy Spirit. Jesus says it this way, If you love me, keep my commands, and I will ask the Father, and He will give you another advocate to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept Him because it neither sees Him nor knows Him, but you know Him, for He lives with you and will be in you. Okay, so we are, we've really crossed that bridge. Like we are temples of the Holy Spirit is what I'm trying to say. And what was a, a physical journey, okay, for these priests to, to enter uh, through the city gates, okay, and then into the temple courts and then into the temple, into the holies of holies, okay, has now um, been made accessible to us, to everyone who puts their faith in Jesus, all right, through prayer, okay. And so I want to submit to you um, this thought, here, um, the entry point to his presence is thanksgiving and praise. The entry point to his presence is thanksgiving and praise, right? We just read about it. Enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. The entry point to his presence is thanksgiving and praise. One of the um, greatest mistakes, okay, let's go for me, all right, I don't want to speak it over you, but um, uh, for me as I believe in our prayer life, okay, we come up um, first with a list of requests and demands before taking some adequate time, okay, to realize who we're talking to. Okay, this is the creator of the, the universe, the omnipotent, all-powerful God, okay? I want to ask you a question, and I want you to talk to your neighbor, all right, because we're about it. Here we go. Question, when you pray to God, what is the first thing that flows out of your mouth? All right, you have two minutes to turn to the person next to you and talk about that question. Go. Online, if you're there, you could do the same. Maybe talk to your cat or your dog about it. It's up to you.
There it is. All right. Come back. Okay. So the question, right, when you pray to God, what is the first thing that flows out of your mouth? And I'm not going to put anyone on the spot, okay? Um, but the, that point, you know, is it thanksgiving and praise? And I think really tonight is almost like a bit of a, a rethink about our prayer life, okay? Are we entering to God's presence with thanksgiving and with praise? And I was actually talking to my mentor a little bit about this, and um, he reminded me of the story um, with uh, Martha and Mary, one of my like favorite passages in Scripture. Um, and so I'll, I'll read this through uh, in Luke 10, 38 to 42. At the, uh, Jesus is at the home of Martha and Mary. So as Jesus and his disciples were on their way, they were just on the way somewhere, All right, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. And she had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has let me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to come and help me. Jesus responds, he said, Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. And I think the, the reason why I love this portion of scripture is because I actually really connect with Martha. I do, man. I get it. I'd be so frustrated, okay, if I was washing dishes, okay, and someone was not helping me with that situation. I would be like, you know, like I would, I'd be frustrated. And what does Jesus say? He says, you're worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed or indeed only one. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. You can imagine she'd be like, I'll just give me one in the dishes. You know, like she would have been like, you know. And so I feel like Mary, all right, really captures this idea, okay, or this um, connection with God. Imagine you had a friend, okay? Imagine you had a friend that every time you saw them, they launched into the conversation with, I need this, I need that, okay? Blah, blah, blah. You know, they're not, they don't even acknowledge you as a person, okay? Like how do you, how do you think that would make you feel? Would you be stoked about that friendship? No, I'm getting some no's, which is great. That means two people are kind of with me on this one, okay? All right. I need this, I need that, without even acknowledging you. Okay, sometimes I feel like that's what God must feel like. Okay, we don't even acknowledge Him as a person. We're just like, hey, I need this, I need that. Good day, sir. You know, and you carry on with your life. And God's like, it's good to talk. I miss you. You know, like, I don't know, maybe, anyway, that's how I would feel. So I believe that if we have 10 minutes Okay, 10 minutes of a prayer time. Okay, I believe that nine of those should be spent in thanksgiving and praise with only one minute spent on our requests. Man, maybe, maybe a challenge. Imagine that. If you take some time, you carve out over the next seven days, 70 minutes, 10 minutes a day, okay, and commit to nine minutes out of those 10 minutes in the morning, okay, just thank, thanking God, writing a list, right? Thank God, praise Him um, before 
Uh, you spend time on those requests. And it's not to say that he doesn't care about those. He does. I think we just need to maybe um, re-alter some things in our prayer life. Uh, Josh Klinkenberg says this, the reason for this is we want our attention to be on him. All right, like Mary, she's sitting there. She's captivated by Jesus on his nature and on his goodness. If we focus on our list of needs more than on him, we will still come away from a prayer time anxious and faithless. Have you ever felt like that? But if we learn to become aware of him and put our focus on him, suddenly our needs seem very, very small and we come away with hope in him and a faith that brings change. If you're like me, you know, you'll often wake up in the morning, right? And worship kind of feels like trying to start, I guess, an old car, okay? Or in my situation, a motorcycle. Hello. That's what I'm talking about, okay? The, the way to commute. Um, so <laughs> that's my dad um, up there on a way bigger bike than mine. That's why we put mine in front, so... Um, but there's my Suzuki GN250, the dream, okay? It's, it's pretty cool. And so I can't believe my wife let me buy one of these things, all right? But for some reason she did. I love you. Um, she's watching online. Um, you know, this thing, honestly, is the absolute dream. And I, and I actually learned very quickly, I had no idea how to operate one of these. Um, and every morning, you know, I'd try and start old Bessie, Dang it. You know, I, I, I just thought I'd give a nickname a go, but that's not her, all right? That's not Bessie. We'll, we'll, I'll keep trying. But we, we, I try and start, and she just wouldn't start. And I've learned that, you know, her battery actually needs some tender, loving care, okay, consistently, all right? If I leave her for an extended period of time, um, the battery totally just, okay, and loses its charge. How's your prayer life? Is it like old Bessie here? Has it lost its charge and does it need some TLC? And that's where I think this scripture has been such a phenomenal help to me. And I hope um, that'll be helpful to you. You see what we're doing um, here, just to break down this verse, right? Enter his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts with praise. Uh, give thanks to him and glorify um, his name. Um, with thanksgiving, okay, it's a response to his works. Okay, um, responding to his his work um, in in our lives, in 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 our city, and in, in our families, in in um, this nation, and in, in this world. Okay, and just actually being like, God, thank you, man, that we're so blessed to sit here tonight. Do you actually realize that how lucky we are to have shoes on our feet and a jacket? on our backs, on this cold winter night, all right? Just thanking God, be like, God, thank you so much. We are so blessed, all right? Praise, what is that? It's a response to his nature. I actually reckon the praise queen is Monica down here. You saw her on stage this morning, right? She was talking about the Alpha and Omega. She was getting after it, okay? She was praising God. And you heard it in those, in those songs, okay? Songs of, of praise and describing um, his nature, Okay, and that's what praise is. It's a response to his nature. And I think um, if you need a psalm to refresh um, yourself on that, think back to um, Sunday evenings ago with Craig. He was talking about Psalm 139. 
That psalm is beautiful. It talks about God, that He is omnipresent, that He is present everywhere in all circumstances. Okay, He is omniscient. Okay, He is all-knowing and He is omnipotent. Okay, He is all-powerful. That's our God. Okay, and that's what praise is. Okay, praising Him. Um, And then obviously worship um, is this response to His presence. And so... I, I just believe that this this is a little pathway, entering his gates with thanksgiving, go into his courts um, with praise. And this is the key that recently has really affected my devotional time, okay? And it's this, thanksgiving always leads to praise and praise always leads to worship. I found that, you know, I was often trying to have just super Mariana Trench deep worship encounters, all right, just straight out the gate, okay? Um, and I'd just come away frustrated because I didn't feel any sense of interaction or intimacy with God. And I realized that there's uh, an entry point, okay, that we need to walk through um, like the priest did in the Old Testament. And so I started trialing, all right, this stuff that I was learning from Josh. I was like, okay. Um, and I would um, journey this, and I began to, to thank him for everything I could think of. And I thought to myself, You know, I need a notebook, a powerful, powerful notebook. And I found one, a 3B1, all right? I tell you what, if you want to unleash the power of God, it's in a 3B1 notebook, okay? But seriously, it's not about the notebook, okay? (laughs) It's about this process. And so I'll just write some stuff down. And to be honest, it's more helpful for me. Because I can go back and look in here and just be like, oh my gosh, look at God at work in in all of these different situations, you know, and it reminds myself, okay, more, you know, it's, it's, the notebook is for me, okay. Um, And so, you know, I I would try, I would start um, trialing this and so I'd begin writing down everything um, that I, I was thankful for. Um, and as I set my heart in this place of thanksgiving, I realized that it wasn't long until I had moved into that place of praise, okay? Praising Him for who He is. I went from thanksgiving to, um, to praise. I went from thanking Him for providing to praising Him for being our provider. And then as I praised Him, I found that it wasn't long until I was lost in deep worship, just simply adoring God like, like Mary was. All right, and sharing a deep intimacy together. And I labeled this um, booklet, Learning to Abide, kind of based on uh, this experience I had. <clears throat> and, you know, I was uh, sitting in, uh, at home. It was funny, um, this particular encounter, I was, um, it was summer. And so I went outside and I was just, you know, trying to have this deep, special moment, you know, and mosquitoes everywhere, all right? And I was trying to just really, you know, enter into the presence of God and these mosquitoes were just all around me and I was just like, ah, it's useless out here. And so I shut the door and I went inside and I just turned, turned, turned the lights down um, and, just, and just sat in a moment, just went through this process, just thanking God, responding to His works, praising Him, response to His nature. And it wasn't long before I was worshiping Him in a response to His presence. And it's so funny, this song was going around um, my head. <clears throat> you might recognize this song. Here I am waiting, 
Abide in me, I pray. Anyone thrown back right now? You can join me if you want. Here I am longing for you. What's that song? It's Eagle's Wings, right? Hide me in your love and bring me to my knees. May I know Jesus more and more. Boom. Boom. Right? Come live in me all my life. Take over. Come breathe in me. And I'll rise on, on eagle's wings. There it was. You know, that was my, my little devotional time. Okay, and I just, it was real simple. Okay, I'm not trying to brag about it. I'm just trying to show you um, what this looked like for me in my life in this moment. And the craziest part about that song, it was bring me to my knees. I was already on my knees. Okay, and I was just like, wow, what is, what is going on here? I don't even understand. You know, and it was this beautiful moment. Okay, as I, as I thank God in response to His work, as I praise Him in response to His nature, as I worshiped Him as a response to his um, presence. Uh, when we thank Him for what He has done, it opens our eyes to who He is. And as we praise Him for who He is, He inhabits the, that praise. And that's when we step into that place of worship. And there's this cool, another cool Psalm, Psalm 22, um, verse three, it says, Yet you are enthroned as the Holy One. You are the one Israel praises. Okay, in another translation, it actually says that, um, that he inhabits the praises of his people. And I think, man, that's such beautiful language, right? That he is enthroned by the praises of Israel, that he is enthroned by our praises. Isn't that beautiful? So for anyone that loves a process, which is me, all right? So I just love this. But if you wanted to, I guess like take a photo of this, like go for it. If you want to write it down, to totally go for that. Um, but this is, this is what that process looks like. So thanksgiving. So focusing on what he has done reveals who he is. And it leads to praise. As we praise him for who he is, he inhabits our praise. And it leads to worship. As he inhabits, we respond to his presence in deep worship. So my hope for you is that this is like a little something that you can put on your prayer tool belt. I'm not saying that this is the only way, okay, to, to pray or to um, experience um, the presence of God. It's not the only key. I think it's a key that the Psalms um, have to offer us. And I believe that this Psalm can be a, a trickle charge um, system for your prayer life. Um, you know, so you are like, yeah, that's, this is all great about the psalm, but Bessie, how did you fix her? You were all wondering it, right? Let me tell you. Okay, so I discovered that um, you could actually get this thing called a trickle charge system. And so what it is, is you connect it to your motorbike battery and it slowly bleeds um, power to your battery and it keeps it at this optimum level and it keeps it charged all the time. And I was just like, praise God, because the amount of times I've been late and especially in the morning when it's cold is getting too many. All right, so, and it's so frustrating. You have no idea we're on this big steep drive and I have to push the bike up this hill and then bump start it down. My neighbors are like, you crazy, all right? It's, it's hectic. So that I, I invested in this trickle charge um, system and I've decided there's, there's no problem starting 
that motorcycle anymore in the mornings. Amen. All right. Yeah. Amen. Thank you, God. You are good. Um, and uh, what, I, what I'm getting at is I really hope that this process um, is like a, a trickle charge system to your prayer life. If your prayer life is, man, it's, it's pretty dry at the moment. You maybe don't even know where to start um, in the mornings or in the evenings. Maybe just start here. Write that down, Psalm 100 verse 4. And just spend that 10 minutes, all right, just with God in prayer, okay, thanking Him um, for who He is and what He has done, praising Him. And as He inhabits your praise, I, I hope that you have, uh, I guess, a deeper um, connection in, in response to His presence. And so I'm going to um, ask Dan if um, he could come up and just um, just uh, just play uh, some some pad, just to, uh, I guess, fill the the silence, um, but just so that we could focus on this, I think it would be a tragedy if I was like, good night, see you later, and didn't give you an opportunity to do this, okay? So as Dan plays and then the team's going to come out in about five minutes or so, I wonder if you could just take that time just to practice this. Have a go, all right? Write some thoughts down. Thank God um, for what he has done. Praise him. Um, for who he is, and then let's, as one voice, let's come together and um, let's worship him in a response to his presence. And um, there's some paper just at the end of your seats and some pens. I encourage you to jump out your seat. There's some down the back. Um, take some time, write some thanksgiving, write some praise, and then we'll join in our worship together. Let me, let me pray as we do that. You can feel free to move and grab pens and stuff as I'm praying. Heavenly Father, we, just, we do thank you for the Psalms. We thank you for this ancient prayer book that just blesses us. Um, God, I pray that in this moment right now that we can pause and reflect on your goodness and just offer, offer up a sacrifice of thanksgiving um, for your work um, in our lives and for what you're doing um, in, in, this, in this place, in this, in this body of people, in this church and in Tauranga. Um, God, we just I just pray that you would, um, maybe if praise is something that's a bit fresh to us, um, that man, that songs, as we're giving thanks, that songs would um, come into our minds uh, that we could, um, man, write down and just remember who you are um, in your nature, um, that you are all-powerful, that you're omnipotent, that you're all-knowing, that you're omniscient, uh, that uh, you're omnipresent, you're present in all circumstances and you're present right here with us tonight. That your Holy Spirit dwells um, within us. And we thank you uh, for that gift. So as we're praying now, God, I just pray that, um, yeah, we can just use this tool um, to communicate with you tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Cool, so feel free. There's paper at the end of the seats if you want to do that. You can do it on your phone, grab a pen. We'll just spend about five minutes doing this.